previously. I'm so, glad you don't play sports because you would be the guy in the rec center with the soaking wet shirt talking about, yo, play D. No, fam, I'm, <laughs> no. Not, I'm not guarding you. Fifth grade, fifth grade. In fifth grade. Fifth grade. So, yeah, you made the team. Or made every, the, it was every, one of those everybody makes the team. You things. get drafted. Yeah, so. In was, fifth grade? <laughs> well. <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the, you had a scouting report? <laughs> Barely made it to the rest. Wait a minute. Listen. So y'all started the drill. He rocked your shit, and then something started rolling down your leg, and you knew you was in trouble. No, no, you're taking it a completely different route. No, okay, throw up. Okay, not the other body malfunction. Okay? Did you shit yourself in practice? No, no? okay. No, I'm gonna make sure. In my story, you did. Welcome to episode two. In the moment, I'm O. I got my two co-pilots with me. Big bands. I'm here. Ames. What up, what up? We in the building. How y'all feeling today? Feeling good, man. Everything feeling good? Feeling great. Yeah. The sun is shining. Sun it's, is out today. It's beginning to get hot in Atlanta. You know what? His tone is already different. Can you feel it? <laughs> Can y'all feel his tone? You don't last week? No you, beard. <laughs> he has no beard. He's no he's no longer bearded Blake. Proudly. He's baby fade Blake. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not you. Big bands. You still big bands? We can go I that route. I ain't gonna lie though. I've been I've been chilling with you all day. Your swag is different. Talk to me about it. Your confidence is different. It, you, like you was always confident, but now you arrogant. Like ever since, <laughs> like you. <laughs> that's a bold statement. You, you got to give some examples. You removed your beard. Your dimples started shining yes. again, and you remembered who you were. Yes. Like, I feel like you, like, Because you the sh- beard was so much, I was lost. Truly. Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> Blake back? was gone. You was a man in the woods? I had, I had to go up. Yes. <laughs> you, was, you was JT? <laughs> now you insane? I just, the beard is just a lot. I think the beard will come back in the fall and the winter, but in the summer, you know, I just, I sweat at the drop of a hat. So, you got rid of the beard. You get in a new place. Get in a new place. <laughs> Ames, did I tell you that I actually visited Blake's crib, his, his current crib? We don't have to go down this route. In Kennesaw? Yep. You ain't see the story I posted when he got seven different times on all of his... Three. Like, like, he has literally not one clock in his apartment at the same time. Why were you in Kennesaw? Well, uh, we went to the baseball game together, and I had a ride, and he didn't, and he tried to get an Uber, and I guess the Ubers after the game are $143, so he wanted a ride. So mm-hmm. I, I had the person who was giving me a ride give him a ride, and that's dedicated to all the smart asses who was like, how is Mo going to give you a ride when he don't have a car? That's how, okay? Yeah, that happened. I had <laughs> Wait. Yeah, that, a lot of that happened. People really send you all these DMs. Bro, you have no idea the kind of things that people pay attention to. Like, it's, it's insane. Now, are you just reading them and not responding, or are you actually going to respond to some of these people? I respond to the ones that I feel like are worth responding to, but For sure. honestly, it's so many, I can't get to them all. I used to try, but it's right. gotten to the point Well, okay, yeah. I don't, that's not the point that I was trying to get to here. Listen, we're following, baby. I, actually, I was impressed with his crib, though. Like, I, I was, other than the fact that he doesn't I was have... Gonna, I was going to ask you about that, because you didn't, did you go in my room? Because the bathroom, I guess the bathroom was in my room. Uh... Well, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I did, I guess, uh, yeah. but I didn't pay attention. That would have been cornballish of me to go in your bedroom and scope it out. Like, I'm, well, what am I doing? I just that didn't for? know if you just happened to. No, I ain't really look. Yeah. I just I, only two things. I no three things. I remember three right, things. Talk I remember. To me. I remember about the clocks. None yep. of your clocks were the same time. Nope. I remember you had Laurie season salt. I was impressed by that. <laughs> Shout out to you. What do you call it? Laurie's. Lowry's? Yeah, I call it Lowry's. It's a New York thing. It's a O, not an A. Okay, again, we can do. We want to. What you want to do? Water, walking, talking. We can do this forever. You, you get the point. <laughs> um, but the the, mo- the funniest thing was he had a, he had a couch in a box. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cute. Ames, oh, no. He had a couch in a box. I've never no. seen it. I mean, in the middle of the living room, he was like, they go to couch. I was like, where? He was like, in the box. And then it was a it was a big ass box in the middle of the living room with a picture of a couch. Did it need to be assembled? I don't deserve this type of slander in my life. Why is there a couch in a box? So listen, so my roommate and I, Spencer, once we decided that we were living together again, you gotta you gotta get the backstory to understand where we're going. And so right. when we lived together this past year, we said, hey, look, we're seniors in college. We don't make enough money. Let's just focus on getting furniture for our bedrooms first. And then living room furniture, dining room furniture, shared spaces will then come later on once we get that, once we go down that road. Well, a year later, we never went down that road. And so as you walked into my house, you saw um, a, maybe you saw the dining room table, which was given to us. 
And I then did. We bought some chairs off Amazon for right. like $20, so put together a little dining room table. Not mad at that. Nope. And then uh, we had a couch that no one wanted, and so all we had to do was go and pick it up, and it was ours. So that's why we had that one couch that was open. Right. Um, but there's no open. more furniture in there. And so then when we decided to live together this um, this next year, we both were like, yo, we're, we're going into this first season of adulthood. I think we need to get some furniture. And so- we got excited, and we, we went ahead and bought a couch for the apartment that we don't have yet. Okay, that explains Does it. Does it need to be assembled? Yeah, it'll, it'll have to be assembled, but we're we're not going to open it until we get into the new place. I didn't know if it like popped up like those mattresses in the boxes now. Nah, those are dope. I thought it was a situation where you know how like people buy dresses that they can't really afford, so they wear it once, and then they take it back? I thought that's what you was doing with your couch. You thought I was going to take it back? Yeah, I thought, you, I thought you had like a weekend where you had people over. People over. Mom and pops came <laughs> so you bought the fancy shit? Yo, let's go to Amazon real He's quick. like, yeah, we, we popping. We need the dining room table, you the everything. rent a TV. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Listen. And everybody left. You put that couch right back in that box. Right back in the box. <laughs> and you just happened to come when it was shipping out tomorrow. I so. wasn't mad at you. I wasn't I mad at you at all. You know what's so funny is you didn't even say that you noticed that. No, of course. I was waiting to tell everybody. Dang Why it. would I just tell you? I, this is how this thing works, man. I was like, wait, B-Lake out here returning couches? You, you done took it to another level. A new level, dude. That's a new I'm level. You, you got to be in a different tax bracket to go down that route. You brought a girl over, how that red leather fit, baby? You feel that on your you ass? You like it? Well, next week we go to your house because it ain't going to be here. <laughs> She can't come back. No. She can't ever come back. One stop shot, baby. <laughs> this is it. This is the end. You go, if she, take all the pictures look, you need because it's gone next week. <laughs> if she come back by accident, you got to play it. I get a new couch every Tuesday. That's just what I do. No, baby. it's just I can't open the door. I said, we got to go to your place. My roommate just stuck up the whole apartment. I am. I don't think I've ever seen a couch in a box in my life. I am not mad at you, bro. <laughs> Listen, man. Couch in a box. Listen, we were exci- we're excited about the new apartment. The way we've kind of done it is uh, we have a list of furniture that we're going to get, and it's just assigned to one person. That way, when we do go our separate ways later on, we'll be able to take what furniture is ours. And Are you the roommate that's always home? No, I'm I never hate the roommate that's no, always I'm home. I'm never home. I okay. mean, I feel like I have to like. I mean, with this, you know, I mean, trying to go to bed at a decent hour is helpful when you wake up at the time that we do. Well, and so cl- clearly, neither one of y'all are ever home because the couch is in a box. Literally. So where the hell y'all gonna sit if y'all were home? Like, obviously, <laughs> we go to bed. <laughs> yeah, y'all just honestly, go. yeah. There's no time for conversation. None. <laughs> you go to your room. He <laughs> go to his. Dude, I can't even tell you the one time we sat at the dining room table when we eat. He sits on one side of the bar, and I sit on the other side of the bar. None of us ever take a seat. You know what's funny when you go to. <laughs> When you go to somebody's crib, you can kind of always tell, like, how things are going for them by what they offer you to eat, right? Like, you go to somebody's crib, whatever they offer you to eat tells you what's going on. And I don't think I've ever had somebody offer me hot Funyuns. <laughs> hey, in my life. We Blake said, y'all hungry? So I was like, you know, you, you do the cute thing. Nah, I'm good. I'm straight, right? But but <laughs> the person I was with was like, yeah. She this said, man, yes. She said, he ain't even pull out, like, the family size of Hot Funyuns. Like, he pulled out the joint that's 25 cents at, at the, the convenience bodega. store. Yeah. That you put in the kid's lunch box? Yeah. Yes, the small bag. I grabbed it on the way out. And she got excited. She said, ooh. I Yo. said, okay, clearly. I'm like, it don't take a lot to impress her. Yeah. All I had was Pop-Tarts and Funyuns. That's all he offered. And not, it's not even plural. It's singular. Funyun. <laughs> One gonna, bag. Then he offered me some Reese's, talking about, didn't you create these? Okay, no, my name is Maurice, Blake. I didn't make Reese's pieces, okay? Do you think you would know me if I made Reese's? How you got dad jokes and you're not even a dad? The man had a a couch in a box and offered me hot Funyuns. That was my experience. And I didn't know what time it was. That was my experience at Blake's. And I offered the Funyuns with the the anticipation that she was not going to take them. Bro, she took them with her. So excited. I thought she was. And then she was offended when I asked for them back. Yeah, she was offended. Yeah, you she was. You made her drive to Kennesaw. Well, but then when she, she wanted then a when snack she br- for the yeah, ride home, that's a fact. You, when she you told me that least. that was my gas money for her, I completely understood. Yeah, you could. That's the least you could have done. One hundred percent. Matter of fact, now that I think about it, I'm offended that you asked for him back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing me uh, thirty minutes away out your way. Well, you know <laughs> how can it goes. You give me, <laughs> it's six chips in that bag, Blake. <laughs> it was six circles. <laughs> You gonna ask for two of them back? How'd you get home, bro? <laughs> Her car. 
<laughs> see, when he lose the beard, you see? How many bags of Funyuns do you get but for I had $124 to ask for $124 Uber ride? Right. I had to ask for him back because now I didn't have anything to eat. Yeah, you was starving. You saw my pantry. You ate the seasoning salt. <laughs> yes, <laughs> on a napkin. He got the biggest pantry that you, it's it's a gorgeous pantry. But the thing is, like, it's nothing in it. Nothing. It's like six seasoning salts. It was some Reese's. It mm-hmm. was uh, uh, it was hot Funyuns. It was Pop-Tarts. It was some Pop-Tarts. It was, it was something what else, else was in, in there, there that had no business in there. <laughs> but you were so lucky, I can't remember what it is at this moment. I know what it was. <laughs> Do you? It was, I can't, what was it? <laughs> it was a Christmas tree. Yes! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it was a Christmas tree. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why in the pantry? Why is there a Christmas tree in your pantry in April? No, and no more storage. <laughs> so it's the only place. I don't have food. Bro, you, most people would have the uh, Christmas tree in the box, maybe, in the pantry. You had a couch in the box and a Christmas tree just chilling in the pantry right there. You are a very interesting person, brother. I didn't have no room where else I was going to put it. I'm not mad at you. Right, right I like to, to get the, the Christmas talk. spirit. I put up a Christmas tree in my room every year. It's four foot. I got it on sale at Target after Christmas last year. Okay, well, when you put the Christmas tree up, put the damn couch up, too, okay? okay. Put them both up. Will do. It's going to be a better off one. leaving the tree up before Listen. putting it in the pantry. Right. <laughs> at least you could say you're getting ready for Christmas, Christmas. in July. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah I want some Pop-Tarts and a Christmas tree. You walk into the pantry, it's like I look like Grinch because I'm not proud of Christmas. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, when I get to the new apartment, I'm going to invite you over, and it's going to be a world-class experience. Where are we going to sit, Blake? Where are we going to sit? Listen, the couch is there. It'll be up in the new apartment. You promise? I pr- I'm not about to promise you about the couch. <laughs> You're not going to make me no promise. I almost jumped and said, I promise. I pr- Listen, one thing. First Can you first. assemble said couch? Yeah, I think I can if they got instructions. You can't assemble nothing. I don't believe you. I don't <laughs> and believe, if I can't, I don't believe that Blake can assemble. If I can't, I'm calling thing. you. <laughs> you. And you think I'm a beast? Yeah. I'll pay for your Uber. The pr- that's the problem with you is you text me and actually think I'm gonna be there for you. I'm not there for you. Okay, I'm not. I don't know. I don't know what it is about my personality that made you think that I'm there for you, but I'm not. Okay. Or that he could assemble anything. <laughs> first of all, first of all, no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you no, why. No. No. I'm gonna no. tell you. Why that's some bullshit. That's another nag. So how how is your soundproof? Uh, or what you call it, doing on your wall? You hung a sound bar. You did not assemble a piece of furniture. Literally, hey, a I, nail hey, in a wall. I assembled that bitch. That's a, that's assembly. <laughs> Credit due. You hung Thank a you. sound bar. Thank yes. you. Yes. Listen, I'm not saying anything more about this. I'm, I'm you're going to be invited to my apartment, and it's going to be a world class experience. All right. From I'm, the moment I'm, you walk in, I'm waiting for the moment. I'm waiting for the moment. Speaking of being invited to a crib, so uh, so Bird is always getting at me for never inviting him to my crib which is not true well it is true it is true i've never invited b to my crib because i just don't it's just certain jokes that i know he gonna have that i'm not prepared for i'm not prepared for those kind of jokes man what do you you think he's gonna have i've been to your crib before hey yes you you have have a lot to be proud of that's a fact it's dope b got a different kind of mind bro like he'll find something no i'm telling you don't think so he's not alert enough you don't think so? I had jokes walking in your crib. Okay, this is new. Do tell. No, you did. You got mad at me when I made a joke. What was your joke? I, I didn't said, get mad. See, they, y'all always create this bull. What, what, okay, what happened? I, I told you almost every guy I knew had a couch like this. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. No, I didn't get mad. I Wait. just said it was racist. <laughs> I ain't going to front. I got the standard black guy couch. <laughs> I forgot which one it is. I got the little sectional. <laughs> with the leather yeah, on the, the bottom. With, with the leather on the yep. bottom. I know exactly The brown and cream. Yep. I got, I ain't gonna If fight. I remember correctly, you had the magazines on the uh, on the thing that's right there in front. It wasn't a coffee, coffee table. table. That's a fact. First of all, let me explain something to you. I'm loyal, okay? I am the guy who makes it to the league and still keeps the woman that was with him in high school. That couch been with me forever. So I did you. notice it did have like an odor of history. Okay. <laughs> okay, first of all, square up. That's where we're gonna start. I'm about to knock one of them dimples smooth off a odor of history <laughs> and now his mic is off welcome to the in the moment just me and Ames. what does history smell yeah, what like what does history smell like exactly i just felt like it's been through some things my couch smell like abraham lincoln that's what are you saying exactly no it smelled like a dope antique shop <laughs> Ames, i'm gonna punch him in his throat i promise you before this is <laughs> 
more. Why don't you couch in a box? Tell me. <laughs> Tell me well, what listen, Once I get mine on the box, I'll let you know what mine smells like. But until then, I'm judging yours. You know what? I used to get mad at the fact that your ass was late everywhere, but now I completely understand it, being that every clock in your apartment tells a different time. I it makes a whole lot of sense now. You want to keep playing with me? Let's play this game. How far do you want to go? I don't want you to go back to your apartment. No, we here now. Let's play. Listen, the reason why I have three different clocks is to make me stay alert in the mornings. What? If there's anything you don't need in the morning, it's anything that has to do with you being alert. <laughs> that is true. Wouldn't that confuse you? Um, it just makes me think, okay, wait, now, no, I don't really know why. I, I, I just ran down that rabbit hole, and I don't know why I have three different clocks that have three different times, and I can't answer that question. That wasn't even where I was going with this. I don't even know how we got to this point. I was talking. <laughs> I, was I completely getting, forgot. Listen, all right, I got to set this scene real quick for uh, for the listeners who may have heard or may not have heard the show today. So um, it's been alleged that I've let be drown on air, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what everybody is saying because, so we did an interview, right, with Chrissy Metz. And um, Bert was doing the interview. He asked a question. What? What is that? What is, what is the bell? I don't know who that is. That's the, the lady that we interviewed today on the show that you are the business manager of for This Is Us. I've never watched This Is Us. <laughs> okay. Well, I just told you who that is. That's who that is. The bell. First of all, first of all, don't ring my bell. I know. <laughs> who, who told her that it was okay to ring my bell? <laughs> Okay, I don't know who made the song. I, you just you can went ring with it. my bell, but that wasn't me. I didn't no. Don't ring my bell, okay? That's number one. So wait, if uh, okay, so if somebody, if the captain of the show is stumbling on air, right? Mm-hmm. He wanted to make a reference to the show that she was on, and he stumbled. He said, right. I, he said something, something, something about you being on. Uh, uh, and then at that point, I said, "This is us." Yep. Right. Yes. So it became a thing. And I felt like nobody in the studio understood <laughs> why I might have been hesitant to jump out there and save my dude, right? But you said you understood it, right? Be like, Absolutely. I mean, he's the leader of the ship. It's like you don't know, like you don't want to be that guy that knows everything and you want to step in too soon. And so it's like you want to manage the tension of stepping in, not stepping in too soon, soon, but not stepping in too late neither. You come off, if you step in too soon, you come right. off as the guy who like, oh, here comes the know-it-all. Exactly. If, you, if he would have said, uh, and then right on the first uh, this you is said us. this is us, and he said this is us, and y'all start stumbling over words, it's it's going to be awkward. So I felt like I waited the appropriate amount of time, and then I got like, I got it. They gave it all to me. Davi was like, you got a mic. You should use it. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So no no one here clearly understands why I did what it did. But anybody could have jumped in in that moment. I, I was just so going to say, why is the only black person in the room why, know it, this is us? That's a did great question. Did everyone else on mic not know? I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know why if it became Bert would have relied on yeah. anyone else. Relied. Anybody could have said it. It became an attack mo thing. I, I don't know. I, I no one else said no. anything. The guy who came to the rescue got knocked down. Exactly. That's how it always Literally. works, right? I jumped in the water. I fully, and no one was there to give you a towel. Bro, I was fully dressed. You understand? I Literally. had a full outfit on. Jumped in the water, saved him, and everybody was like, "Why'd you take so long to jump in, Mo?" Okay, first of all, dry person. Like, who, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Since you got opinions about the situation. <laughs> no, I think you handled it great. I thought so too. No, I thought it was awesome. So we got a clip of it. All oh, right? great. Okay, we got a clip. Y'all ready for this? I'm ready. We're about to talk to Chrissy Metz. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for calling in. We really, really appreciate it. Of course. Of course. Thank you. You must, I mean, all the time get bombarded by people on the streets that tell you how influential you and your character for... Um, uh, this is us. Yeah, this is us. Sorry. And Mo finally says, This is us. We get off the air and he's like, I wasn't really sure if I was supposed to help you out there. <laughs> yeah, ain't no way, I'm dude. like, what the hell else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to be rude. I mean, <laughs> I this is us, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> What was, what was I supposed to do? I swear that in the moment it felt way longer than that recap right there. It might have been some editing because it did feel long. I felt like and I gave I him a little it. more time. I felt like life slowed down. I would, it, right? It did. You know what it is? Because B never stumbles. Like it's literally, just such, never. It's, it's so rare that in my mind I was like, "Nah, he's not stumbling. He mm. got it. He got it. He I got thought it. he was searching for a movie we all didn't know about. Facts. I I didn't know if it really was. This is us. I thought he no. knew something I didn't know. 
until like I told you, it got it was like literally in my mind, it was like he got it. Oh no, he got it. He good. Uh huh. Now he got it. Oh shit, he don't got it. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought the way he said it was so humble. You were just like, this is us. It was like you, even you were questioning yourself. I'm not used to seeing the captain stumble, man. I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? Nobody else did nothing. All right, can we get into the news, man? Can we get into what's going on? Well, let's do it. All right, I got a question. Okay, talk to me. How did it feel this morning to wake up and be richer than R. Kelly? Wow. <laughs> you think about that, that one. That is a perspective shit, my friend. <laughs> Gosh. Fucked you up with that one, didn't <laughs> you, you woke Dang. up and was richer than R. Kelly today. I did. Did you know that, Ames? I did not. That's the thing. So yep. uh, allegedly they came for they came for him. I don't know who, but mm-hmm. they. You know who they is. When they come, they come. <laughs> you don't have to know who they are. They took like, I don't know, 150000 out of this. It it's alleged that he had like $15 I, left. Yeah, I read 13 somewhere. $13? Yeah, like thirteen twenty-five In left. his bank account. I think he went and bought an Arizona and a bag of chips. He's at eleven sixty-four as we speak. <laughs> okay, that's just what I was told. I mean, he spent 25 cents on some hot Funyuns. <laughs> But doesn't he? <laughs> I just caught that one. It was, it, was, it, was, it was delayed. <laughs> R. Kelly is definitely in somebody's apartment who has their couch in a box right now, as we speak. <laughs> and I hope it's not mine. Um, <laughs> I really hope it's not mine. I only know one person with a couch R. in a box. Kelly is in your crib as we speak. My mind's telling me no right now. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nightmare. <laughs> I always hated that. I always, you know what's funny? Like, all jokes aside, I always hated that part of that song. Like, I always felt like there was something wrong there. My mind's telling me no. Then no, fam. No. No. Like, if your right. mind, what are you, why are you still contemplating? when do we listen to our body? Yeah, what are you doing? But my body, nobody asked your no. body, bro. Nobody asked shit about your body. No, your mind said no. Go sit your no. ass down somewhere. Please. Please. What, like, what are you doing? Doesn't he live in the Trump Towers in Chicago? Is he still there? I swear he was. I don't know. If I just he's don't know there. how you can live there with thirteen dollars in your bank account. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Trump came himself and got his ass about them towers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure once Trump found out that boy had thirteen dollars, he personally came. He landed the jet on top of the towers. Said, "Mr. Kelly," he said, "I've got to make a presidential appearance." What your mind told you? <laughs> your ass is coming with me. Trump could hire him to grab her by the pussy. Yeah, yeah. They got a lot in common. They do. But uh, this is not a political <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was like, no, we can go down this road if you would oh, like. Oh, we could, but we won't. <laughs> not today. Not, no, that's not the moment we're in. <laughs> nope. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Listen. But my body, shut your ass. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> 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 Listen, let's just look at it from the from the perspective that we all woke up richer than him. That's this a fact, right? That's yep. some that's justice in a way. I mean, we it tell is. we telling jokes, but that's justice in a way. Totally. I think justice is actually going to happen this time. I really do. I mean, you know what? You you can you can fight the law, you can mm-hmm. have the money, but you can't yep. fight karma. Nope. She coming. In the court of public opinion neither. So look, this is what uh this is what I thought was funny. When he had a show, some kind of oh, it wasn't even a show, it was an appearance in a mm-hmm. club. And then he goes to the club and I guess he was what he he was there for like I think ten all of ten minutes. He was there for all of the minutes that he has dollars in his bank account. <laughs> and then fans <laughs> fans had the nerve to be mad. Oh, I, I can't believe I paid a hundred dollars and only got to see ten minutes of R. Kelly. Like, are you are you you serious? have something wrong with you so, if you paid a hundred dollars to see R. Kelly? Yeah, your mind should have told you no. What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> but your non-existent bank account said yes. So this is ridiculous, man. I don't get it, man. It's like he's he was doing a lot of shows for a minute. Yeah, he. I mean, yo, he still has a strong fan base. He does I mean, somehow, some way. There are people. It's, and it's not just him. It's uh, what you call it? What's her name? Laura Ingram. I don't even want to say oh, her name. What's her name? It's her. How does she have a fan base? I'm, I, I don't, I don't understand. You know, I was look, I, I was looking at her Twitter as we were, as you know, the situation that came up. Right. Uh, I'll let you recap it here in just a second. But she seems like a very angry person. Oh, listen. Let me let, let me. Well, no. First, no. I, you. I want you to recap it first. You recap it. I'll get my opinion. Go All right. Ahead. So, so basically, uh, I think it was was it the day after uh, Nipsey Hussle passed away. Uh, I, I'm I not thought sure. it was the, like literally the day after. Uh, that 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 probably. Accurate. So she was basically 
I don't even I don't even know what the purpose of of the of the the news package was, but she was basically talking about Nipsey Hussle passing away, and she chose to um, show some of his music or what she thought was his music, and it wasn't even his song. It was a song by uh, YG, YG called yep. F Donald Trump, um, and. As you watch it, you clearly see that she's poking fun at someone's death. She's laughing. She's laughing. That was th- that was one thing. But even more, her information was off. I mean, that's not even Nipsey Hussle. It's a whole nother rapper. Yes. And you are you are on Fox, which is that is just so- and, <laughs> yes. And it just to me, it was like yo. And everyone was like obviously pointing blame at her. And yeah, she should be fired. Yes, one hundred percent. Like that was just it was just a low blow that wasn't called for. But there were producers that had to have ran that news package. It was a clip of YG as she's talking about Nipsey Hussle. That's why I was mad. Because I felt like when everybody came to me like, Mo, I know you got strong opinions on this. My thing was with her, me getting mad at her opinion would be like getting mad at somebody from the KKK. Like, I I mean, that's just what it is. That's your opinion. I ain't mad at you. I ain't about to fight you over it. Whatever, you can have that. Exactly. But the fact that there are producers there that let this rock, that actually saw this and thought like, this is okay. approved it before it went on air. Bro, what is Fox doing? I don't know. Like, it's getting to the point where I feel like Fox really don't care about Mm -hmm. fixing anything. Like, they just Mm -hmm. like, it is what it is. Y'all going to watch us anyway. Yeah. I, I I just don't even understand how that's like like how you let that rock. I don't know, and and, and I don't know if anybody was just failing to like like pay attention to that, but it was she was not responsible for that. It's not like her and the anchor were just sitting at the desk and she just had a casual you know slip of words and just referred to the wrong person. There was a full on video. So you mean to tell me everybody that's affiliated with that station, everybody that's affiliated with that clip hitting the public, not one person was was educated enough to know that that's YG and that's not Nipsey Hussle? Apparently not. I mean, it only it, it's not a lot. It's not difficult to do research nowadays. It's not. It's Cons- very easy. Considering he was on everybody's news channel as he was being remembered for the contributions he made to his community. If it's anybody that's not hard to find information on right now, it's Nipsey Hussle. That, totally. that, that is not difficult to do. No. They look so different. Bro, it's, it's not even funny how different they look. <laughs> it's it, embarrassing. It's, it's very it embarrassing. Is, like Fox, was there an apology issue? I, I, have, I'm, I have yet to see one. Uh, no. I, I, I don't know if you guys today. saw. She... Clap back at Chrissy Teigen yesterday. What'd she say? She told Chrissy Teigen that um, all her life, Chrissy Teigen has eat. She's not shy about that or anything else, really. Well, that's nice and innovative, I guess, eating. But did most Americans like that take her on female empowerment during last week's Democrat retreat? How did she still have a job? I have no idea. Like, you know, I think I I genuinely I was watching I was watching a a clip of an interview uh, with Kevin Hart today. And he was basically talking about how we are living in a time right now where negativity is put on a pedestal. It's almost like the more negative you can be and the more disrespectful you can be about someone or something is the higher you are raised up on the social media pedestal. It's the troll era. Yeah, we we are. We talked about it last week. And it's to the point where I wish people would recognize that. And like you take Kodak Black. It's a perfect example. He did what he did. I don't know if he's trolling or if he's just literally that much of an idiot, but I almost wish that people wouldn't respond to it in the manner of like actually going on social media and trying to give him advice or just bringing attention no. to his name. Like, don't even do that. No, nope. like Nipsey himself. There's a clip. I don't know if y'all saw it, but there's a clip going around of Nipsey when he was alive where he said, yo, when people do sucker things, when they go out of their way to try to get attention by being a sucker, you only make it bigger by feeding into the energy. Totally. Like, just ignore it. Nipsey yeah. himself said that. And I took that as like. Like, man, if that ain't a sign, I don't know what is. Like, right. if you see Kodak Black, like, in person, and that's something that you want to address with him, mm-hmm. address it. But other than that, I'm not doing no tweets, Nothing. no Instagram, none of that. Like, I'm not even liking tweets that are for people being against him. Like, I'm not even fading. I'm not even going to get into that because I'm like, that's also part of the problem. We've got to completely remove his name and his Twitter username out of our vocabulary, out of our search history, all of that. Facts. Because hate him or love him, he front page of TMZ right now. Like yeah. the girl from Fox News, I'm not going to say her name, but if you go to her Twitter, you can, like, I felt myself getting upset as I was looking at her tweets. Well. You, you guys, you guys are saying don't feed into it, don't buy back, and I agree with you. Taking the high road is the way to go. But Christy Teigen didn't take the high road. She clapped back, and she wrote back to the name we will not say and said, when Times comes out with their 100 most influential white supremacist list, I promise I won't question your worthiness and tagged her. 
That ain't bad. I know. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not bad. mad at that either. That's but tr- I'm just saying, sometimes you just got to say something. Mm-hmm. I, I like Chrissy Teigen. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like we're all human. We're all flawed. We're all going to make mistakes. And at some mm-hmm. at some point, you're going to say something back. But I just think like the constant back and forth. Like you, you see people on Twitter, like literally arguing with this girl, going back and forth as if it's going to change something. That's what miserable we can't do that. people want. But you know what? It's fun in being petty. Like, yeah. you know what? I want you. Can you teach me how not to be petty? Wait, I want you to teach me that. You you are like seriously, I, I Blake is you are not a petty person at all. I feel like you you handle certain situations in a way where you don't feel the need to be petty. I really appreciate that. That's probably one of the best compliments you've ever given me. Um, and you you know, it's it's the only compliment I've ever given. <laughs> only you, so. I know. I know. I was trying. To, I was like, how do I get it back to where it's like self deprecating? <laughs> but I couldn't figure out a way to get it back there. But you did it yourself. Nah, Thank you. real talk though. Like, I appreciate you, you that. You got bro. a way about, and I and I because even like I'll come to you sometime and we'll talk about things and the way that you'll advise me to handle it is always going away from pettiness. And I'm like, but petty is what I know. No, and it, and and for and it feels good sometimes. I'm sorry. It does it feel does. good. And like, and I think that's where I'm at. Like, I, you know. I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm, I've never been petty and I never will be petty again. Like, sometimes moments come up and it's like you can get, some, not, I don't even say get back, not even get even, but just make a comment that just, like, dang, dude, you said all this about me and now I'm going, I'm going to say this today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to apologize for it. But I'm gonna well, say you're, it today. you're human, so right. you have your moments, of right. course. Of course. But your your typical go to response is right. it, is it pettiness or is it is it high road? It's definitely high road. Yeah, it it's, is. it's high. It's high road. In public, but like you definitely have your friends that you can go to and vent to and say all the inappropriate things. Oh, that's not oh, petty. For sure, for sure. That's, that's not petty though. Yeah, yeah. That's but, healthy. Yeah. And I think that's, that's healthy. I think that's just what I do. Like I think I'll go to my friends and I'll say what I got to say and get it off my chest and vent for a second, debrief with myself and think, okay, all right, cool, all right, I'm good. I like that. But you know what? I ain't, I can't give you that much credit because when I was your age, I wasn't as petty as I am now. But it's like years mm-hmm. of life beating me up. At some point, you'd totally. be like, you know what? I'm not gonna take this shit anymore. No. Right, I'm gonna start. I think 28 year old Blake is gonna be petty. Oh, I think so too. With a beard. <laughs> I was too drunk Wait. to be petty at Blake's age. That's true. You just ain't give a shit, right? No, I was... You just whatever. I'm drunk. No, that's true. When you're couch in a box, you don't give a fuck I about nothing. Care. Clearly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have time to open a couch I bought. I think I went eight months <laughs> once without a couch. Time to open up that shit you trying to tell me? <laughs> I ain't even open up my couch. Hey, Everybody no. worried about you. <laughs> you check the mail. You <laughs> check the mail. I don't know why it is that way. That's a, that's a, I really appreciate that observation because I think at sometimes I'm like, dang, Blake, you really are petty sometimes. But you know, we always beat ourselves up more than, more than we probably should. But I don't know. I guess it's just life's too short. Nah, bro. You know me. I'm one of the most observing people you're going to ever meet. I know. I mean, even when, when people take shots at you, if anything, your first response to it is not, how can I get this person back? It's to reflect and look upon yourself like, damn, is that true? Mm-hmm. Which it reminds me a lot of myself. Like, that's yeah. how I was for the majority of my life. Somebody say something to me as opposed to me trying to fire back. Mm-hmm. I'm busy like, okay, is it true? Because if it's true, I want to fix it. Because every exactly. day I want to be a better person. Because I'm not about to sit up here and tell you that I don't have the same insecurities as the next man has. I wake up every day with insecurities, and I'm like, yo, am I good enough? Do I have what it takes? Can I actually do this? That's rare. And it's not rare to have those feelings. Yeah. We all do. It's rare to admit it. Oh, my gosh. Of, most people, instead of admitting that, will come at you. Like, all right, all right, Because right. they don't realize the louder you are, the more insecure I know you are. Exactly. Like, people don't get that. No. People think that the loud people are the confident mm-hmm. people. That's not the truth. And we it's all the know quiet I could be. I could typically be loud sometimes when I walk into a room. It, and, I, and I never want to give off that perception, so I'm glad that you have observed what you've observed about me because I've never wanted to come across as like, pay attention to me, laugh at me, it's all about me. I've known that my whole life because that's something that my dad always instilled in me when I was younger. It's like, especially when you're in the streets and when you're young, it's never the loud person you have to worry about. Mm -mm. The person that's always talking, that's not the person you have to worry about. It's always the quiet one. That ain't saying nothing, that's just looking a certain kind of way. That's that's the one that's going to put your face somewhere else. You don't. So to me, it's the same thing in life. The person that's the loudest person in the room, that's always talking in the room, that is always the most insecure person. Totally. Hiding the most, dealing with the most. And they always say, oh, you're so quiet. You ain't got no confidence. And I just be thinking to myself, you really don't know anything. You don't. It's so much power in silence. There's power in silence. That's what I was about to say. I was thinking that today. I don't know. When we did the uh, texting tutor, Mm -hmm. and I thought it was so funny. It was a great segment. It was hilarious. But when a woman was like, oh, he don't even have words. I'm like, duh. Like, why? (laughs) Why am I going to waste these words on you? You're not worth these words. (laughs) Like, when when, uh, when they asked Cardi about, yo, what's your feelings on Nikki? Would you ever work with Uh Nikki? 
Nikki. Uh-huh. What did Cardi say? She just laughed. She just laughed. She didn't mm-hmm. say a word. No words have to be spoken. No. What I gotta talk? What I gotta give you words for? No. For what? You, why do you think you worth all that? Because they knew exactly. Just what, them. They knew exactly what they were doing when they asked Cardi that. Exactly. If, they, if she would have gave an answer, it would have been the number one trending story on Twitter the very she, next day. She's growing. I can feel Cardi in that way. It's not easy to grow in front of people. Nope. That is not easy to do. No. Cardi is growing. Like, yes, she's Cardi. Yes, she's this huge superstar. But, yo, Cardi from the hood. Mm -hmm. Cardi not used to this. Cardi don't know how to, like, speak to the media. She don't have media training. No. And And she's 26. Exactly. And it's like she wasn't in the hood, and it was like, hey, we got to go to media training. We got to go to do this. We got to go do this. And then you get to launch and go and be Cardi B. You launch and become Cardi B, and then you learn what it takes to be the person that you are in the platform that you hold. And I think people think that it works the other way. No, it does not work it that way. It doesn't work that Literally, way. Literally, I hate that I'm even going to bring this up, but I read it before I even got here today, and I'm glad we're on this topic right now. So, so you know, I help I help Cassie with social media right? With on the birth show. So typically during the show, um, if it's a busy day or even just a casual day, I'll go on the Facebook page and I'll help respond to comments on the wall. Mm-hmm. And um, it definitely has given me a peek into uh, what Cassie deals with on the daily because people will offer um, unsolicited advice that no one asked for or an opinion that no one asked for just freely mm-hmm. and carefree as if people don't have feelings and people are not human. Now, I'm all for, I think what makes the show so great, what I've observed just in my short time here, is Bert is very open about feedback. And it seems like the loyal listeners are very in tune with giving feedback about the direction of the show and the things that's happening on the show, which I think is really cool. And it's what I think what keeps the the show so awesome is because it's an open dialogue with the people who are listening. The listeners are completely included in what we do. Everything. Yep. And I love it. And there are some there are awesome listeners who have a great way of giving feedback and right. offering advice. And there's a difference between offering advice and um, insulting someone. And the other day, I mean, today I was on there and I was, you know, I was reading, I was responding back and I came across one that was directed at me. And it's like, and I'm sure you can relate to this too. People can say a hundred nice things about you and be a fan and support you and encourage you. But it's the one, the one out of a hundred that just hurts the most. Mm -hmm. And the guy said something across the lines of, have you guys noticed that every time Blake gets to the mic, he always says, uh, or, um, every time he talks in every single sentence. It's got to the point where I can no longer listen to him. I literally have to cut it off when he comes to the mic. I just can't take it. Mm -hmm. And I just was like... Does it really hurt you that bad? It's somebody. Like, when I say uh and um, did it? Does it really I, I, just cut that deep? It doesn't. And it made my heart happy when I saw a few people comment and say, oh, I've never actually heard that before. Now I think I'll probably pay attention to it. The greatest advice I could ever give you is, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you got to stop reading them comments. I think 90, I would honestly say 95% of the comments I've ever read on myself have been positive. Mm-hmm. But that 5%, bro. You never forget them. You never forget them. I mean, they and literally hate it. make it hard for you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You can't. And I... I I'll be lying to you if I told you the only thing I've been thinking about during this podcast is not saying uh or um. And that's gonna mess you that's that's gonna mess you up. Kid. I know. I'm trying to tell you, I've been there, done that. Like it was it was about a whole month where somebody said something similar to that. Something I don't even mm-hmm. pay attention to when I say and when I asked B about it, I asked him, I said, Do I say this a lot? He's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, Okay, then never we never even had this conversation. We never had the conversation. Nobody paying attention to that, no. man. People don't realize how difficult it is to be in on a microphone constantly. And Talk and complete sentences and, and tell they stories. They expect you to be like this robot who just right. always say the right thing, do the right thing, be the right person. Like that's a part of it. And once I exactly. understood and learned that, man, no, that's good. Everybody not gonna like you, bro. No, you have to accept that. Totally. Like, you have to completely and 100% accept that there are going to be people who don't like me. They will have never met me. I will never have done anything to, to them, them personally. Yep. I will never have offended them or, or, or intentionally. It does not matter. They are just not going to like me. Right. When I came into this position, I heard the, the racist jokes. I heard it all. I heard the, oh, I miss Brian jokes. I, I, I mean, I literally had to sit there and take on all these jokes. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like... I didn't even ask to be here. Right. I don't even know what I stepped into. I'm I just, didn't apply for this. I, right. <laughs> I did not sign up for it. I'm just right. trying to, I, like, I had an opportunity. I'm trying to make the best of it Whoa. I can. Well, what else was given? Yep. Why y'all Gosh. hating on me, man? I ain't do nothing to nobody. Exactly. But, but I had to stop making myself the victim. 
Yeah. That's the problem. You got to get out of that victim mindset of, oh, these people have to love me because I didn't. That's not the way it works. No. Nope. They're going to hate you. They're going to be mad. They're going to challenge you. They're going to test you. And the higher you go, you're going to get more haters. Right. But it got to the point with me where when I would go online and wasn't nobody hating, I was uncomfortable. I was like, okay, why is everybody saying nice stuff? Right. I don't like this. Like, no, some, like Gosh. it gets to that point. You got to, like, don't victimize yourself. You just got to change the Bro, narrative. Embrace it. Embrace it. Like, yep. okay, oh, y'all mad at me? That means you hurt me. Because mm-hmm. for, for every person that's in a position that we're in, right. there's somebody trying to get here. You have to remember that. There was a time in my career when I wish somebody heard me. Mm-hmm. I had something to say. I had jokes to tell, and I couldn't get it to anybody. Right. So now that I'm getting it to people, if somebody's reaction to it is, I hate you and you suck. You still heard it. Thank you. You heard it. Mm-hmm. It's a compliment. I've waited so long for this moment. I've waited so long. You understand? Right. Everything is a compliment. To because elicit that response it. from you. That's a fact. Your Once comment you- generated ad dollars. Facts. Thank you. Yes. You you know right. what I mean? It's to me it's like when I remember when I used to when I used to go to websites, I don't want to put any particular website out there, but there's certain websites where you actually have to log in to comment, right? And there are people who if you look at the comments of that uh-huh. website, like somebody done logged in, <laughs> done made a profile, done put a picture up, they got them and their kids, right. all just to say, Hey, you suck. I know. You did all, Went of, through that. all of that. And you probably had to have a, a confirmation email. All of that. Just to tell somebody else that they mm-hmm. suck. That you got to be, be at a really low place in you your life. You got to be so miserable. I know. So when you look at it that way. It's different. Because me personally, I'm going to be honest with y'all. And I know people think I, that this is not true. This is the God honest truth. I have never negatively commented on a video in my life. I don't waste my time. I think I could genuinely say the same thing. If 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 I don't like something. I've been petty. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying me personally. Right. If I don't like something, I just move on. I've already wasted enough mm-hmm. time on it. I'm I know gonna, that I don't like it. I know I don't like it. I'm not going to waste another five minutes to right. tell you you trash. I know. For what? Yep. what? You know what I mean? So when I look at it that way, I ain't it mad at it. It definitely is different for sure. Everybody, what if it's a poll and it's asking your opinion? It's a way. Constructive criticism is different than just insulting totally. somebody because you're miserable. That's two different uh, things. Yeah. You can tell somebody, hey, it's just not, not my speed. Not a fan. Yep. Not a fan. I'm not mad at it, but I'm not a fan. That's right. different than, hey, you got to stop doing this and yeah, do. No. How are you giving me advice? When was the last time you was on radio, fam? Exactly. That's what it's I be wanting to ask people. When was the last way time people you did this? offer it too? Like that. Yeah, that's like, just like, it's not humble. It's not. It's not real. It, it makes me question whether or not it's genuine or not. It's not genuine. It's 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 from it's from a place of hate. It's just like when somebody be like, oh my god, I can't believe you made it all the way to the NBA and you missed a free throw. Are you serious? What? Are you serious, bro? What? Like, when the last time you took a shot in the NBA game exactly. in front of thirty thousand with the game on the line? When the last time you did exactly. that? Exactly. Why do you have a comment? Totally. You see what I'm saying? Oh, people, they'll pick a quarterback in the NFL and be like, oh my god, he sucks. He's a quarterback in the NFL. Do you know what I'm he can pretty do for sure his family? He doesn't suck. Yes, you suck in the being, whole world. You suck for being the person that's commenting on him. Yes, he's balling. Literally. What are you talking about? But that's just the way people's mindsets are. So you can't allow it to affect you. And, and I think it's helpful too. Like, and, and you ask, you know, how I'm not able to be petty. It's because I can have this right here, this dialogue. I'm, I'm in a completely different headspace now that I've shared this conversation with you. That's what the platform is for. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like. I'd be lying to you if I told you, man, if I don't talk about this with somebody, I'm going to hold on to this all night long. I might even go back and read it again just to right. see if the comment's still there. Well, I think that God works like that. I really do. And I think that the universe works like that. I, I don't believe that the people who come into your life at the time that they come into your life is a coincidence. I think that 100%. it all, it, uh, when you really look back on the way that your yes. life was put together, man, it was all designed. You know yes. what I mean? Like the people who came in your life, the people who left. And there are certain things that you ask me that it, it it's refreshing to me because mm. it's like I remember being there and no one could answer it. Mm-hmm. Like no one could answer these questions because right. everyone that was around me, they're such veterans. They're so far into this right. that they don't remember this feeling. Literally. They don't remember what this is like. Totally. You know what I mean? So well, it's a privilege to be around that, but it's also like, dang, I'm still like right here at the beginning. Right. Take me back. What and, did you do in this moment? And they can't remember because right. they've been doing this for so long that they're looking at it like, oh, it's just this, 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 and this. But you're like, it's kind of like the teacher who teaches you in a way that they already got the information. Exactly. You can't teach me from that standpoint because you know it. Mm-hmm. I don't know it. You have to, you have to like really like come down to my level and break it down right. to me. And and it's not their fault. They just no. don't remember. You know how long ago literally it was that everybody that I'm around was a rookie at radio right they don't remember exactly so they don't understand so no, when you no ask foul. me certain things i'll be like oh man 
I wish there was like a me for me. Right. Like, because I, I know exactly what you're going through and I know exactly how to get you through it. You know and what I'm I, saying? And I certainly appreciate that. And I and I hope that one day in my journey, I can pay it forward the same way you paid it forward to me. You will. You, you know what? Uh, it's funny you say that because when we uh, we interviewed Chrissy Metz, like I said earlier, and one of the things that she said, I was reading her interviews trying to come up with questions to ask her and the interview was so quick, I didn't ask her anything. That but interview was so quick. It was like the quickest interview ever. But one of the things... <laughs> <laughs> one of the things she said that I thought was was super dope. I was like, "Wow, I never heard nobody put it like that." But she said one of the most like one of the most important things you can possibly do while you're living. Of course, one of the most important things you can do is help another human being, right? Mm-hmm. But she put it in the terms of the one of the most uh, vital things that you can do is believe in someone so much that you're willing to help them when they don't believe in themselves mm-hmm. and get them to the point where they do right. so that they can do it for someone else. That's... They can pay it forward. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's vital, bro. Mm-hmm. It, to any successful person, totally. any person that's extremely successful will tell you if if they're honest and they're humble, yep. I didn't do this on my own. Yep. Everybody has a point in their journey where it's like, yo, I didn't even know I had it. But somebody there were many believed, moments I didn't believe in myself. I didn't believe in me. You know what I mean? Right. Like you got that coach. You go through that. A lot of us, you go through that. I always thought of B when I first got here. Like B was like the high school coach when when you kind of just wanted to. I just wanted to average seven. And get right. an assist or two, and then go hang out with the girls after the game. Exactly. But B was like, "Nah, you could get 30. I'm like, "Bro, I'm I'm just trying to hit like an open shot every once in a while." <laughs> right. Then I got 30, and he was like, "Well, if you get 30, you get 50." Exactly. I'm like, "Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know I just I mean? got here. I just got here." <laughs> but then when you start doing it, you're like, "Damn, how did he know I could do that?" Right. You got to find somebody that can believe in you more than you believe in you. Yep. And when you find that, bro, that's gold. Hold on to it forever. Hold on to it forever. Because it's rare. And then you pay it forward. Exactly. That's the man. That's the way that life is supposed to be. That's good. So you good now? I'm good. I'm great. You gonna grow your beard back? Take the couch out the box? Or? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the couch out the box on, on June seventh. Uh, <laughs> bro, don't give me a date. I'm not trying to put it in my calendar. Like don't don't give me a date, man. Don't do that. Put it on your calendar, man. We're moving in, moving to the city. I'm gonna be eight minutes from you. Do you realize that? I do realize that. I don't know how to feel about it. Dude, do you think about the summer, man? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm excited. We about to go to the pool. Are you gonna come outside? Don't do I don't know. Be late, cause don't you you've been living far away, so I don't know yes. if it's gonna change. You coming outside? Yo, we gonna I, be barbecuing why, at the pool. What's yes, up? we, we really? are. We're going to your pool, cause you rich and you live in. Okay, you live don't above start. the restaurants. All right, here we go. My here pool's we go. better. Why? Wait, wait, wait. Cause the, this is like. These are the t- these are the type of problems that are not problems, but people just love to debate them. So let's do it real quick. No, I'll okay, tell you why no, no, mine's let's better. Let's do this for all of the people who don't have a pool. Right. We're gonna sit here and, and debate whose pool. <laughs> I, bro, I come from nothing. So when somebody wants to debate whose pool is better, I'm like, what was okay. that Drake song? Uh, which one? Where he talked about Kanye's pool. Oh yeah, he said his pool. Ah, I can't. I can't. I gotta recall. look it up. I look gotta it up, look, look it, up. it up. Look it up. Ames, your pool is better. That's fine. I I, I don't want to fight no, you over it, a pool. It has more sun because your buildings are like around it. That the, it's mm-hmm. bigger. I, I got a pool. I'm I listen. I'm from, I'm from East New York. I, look, it's only one pool in Brooklyn. We used to, all of Brooklyn used to be at that nasty Shut ass up. pool. Now it's like two pools. They they both trash. What you so think in Brooklyn? We just got pools, pools in the back. Hell no, no, we ain't got no pools. So the fact that I got a pool, I'm chilling. I take it back. <laughs> Wait. He said, I used to be on Rockefeller, then I turned into Jade. Now I got a house in LA. Now I got a bigger pool than Ye. And look, man, Ye's pool is nice. Mine's just bigger, is what I'm saying. Ames, that's you. Amen. <laughs> Did she just amen me? She did. Like the day before Good Friday. <laughs> don't really? a, don't a, you really? did it? Don't really mean it was a beautiful moment. No, <laughs> it was anything but I'm beautiful. And I turned into Jay. The fight. I got a house out. in L.A. I got a bigger pool than Yay. And look, man, Mo's pool is nice. Mine's just bigger. Is what okay, I'm saying. All right, all right. We'll we'll all look. We'll meet at my pool and go swim at Ames. All right. Well, that's what we'll do. We'll just meet at mine. Okay. Is that? Is that, that's, that's great. What we, that's what we, we can do. We do both. I feel like I don't. I don't really know what to expect about summer in Atlanta. Uh, the only thing I've hot. ever done in this summer is I came home last summer for a few days for Fourth of July. We went to Pond City Market, did the whole Fourth of July hot. celebration up there. But I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm excited about the. I'm more excited about the content because when we get together, it's um, yo what we create gold, brother. And it doesn't. It, it's not like we hang out for that. No, we ain't trying. <laughs> we ain't trying. It just happens. 
It's got to the point now where I have to specifically text you and say, this is not a personal story. And I have to wait for your confirmation text to confirm <laughs> that is not a you, personal you story. That sounds I, familiar. Listen, yeah, yeah let's go that route. Let's you, go that route this know, morning. You, I know. <laughs> this morning. And what I hated about that segment is the fact that Tommy never came and got me, so I didn't know if I was allowed to leave my station to come in here and defend myself. Okay, first of all, first of all. Uh, <laughs> that was not my personal story. I know. I, I didn't bring that to the table. You told me not to bring that to the table, and I did not. You did it. I did it. But I would ask that you would not eat at it when it is on the table. Oh. Bro, do you know how much I get chewed out for <laughs> not having I, bacon I know. in front Wait, of you, but don't do you touch know. it. Do you know how much I get chewed out for not uh, including myself in certain people's <laughs> personal stories? If I see a moment, I got, you to, got go. to No, no, no. It was good. I know. I, I, I mean, it was just funny because I wish I could have came in, but I now that I know, Cassie was like, yo, whenever you're mentioning a story, you can run in here real quick and talk about it or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can I that. didn't know that, though. So I was like, well, I guess a call-in is about to happen. So, like, let me just. Well, that's because you're not an attention whore like the person who was here before you. But I'm, uh, that that was not a shot at anybody. Um, the point that I was making was. <laughs> so moving forward, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to come in here and defend myself. Yeah, and you should have no problems doing that. And so, anyways, to recap, if you didn't listen this morning, basically what happened was uh, over the weekend, it was Bert's birthday on Saturday, and I wanted to post. Uh, and Happy give, birthday to B. Happy birthday to him. And so I wanted to post on Instagram and give him a birthday shout out and say some kind words. Well, the only photo that I, I have a few photos of, of Bert and I, um, but back when I was an intern, I we had a prank that you guys pranked on me two days into the internship. For the record, I didn't know nothing about the prank. It had nothing to do with me. <laughs> me neither. No, nah, I honestly didn't know. That for real? I didn't know. Oh. Serious. I didn't know. Um, so anyways, they, the prank was Tommy prank called me. Not really prank called me. It was Tommy on the phone, but he wanted to give me advice on being better at radio because they knew that this is something that I wanted to do, and it was just a whole bunch of buffoonery. It was uh, make sure Burt's Lunchable is in the microwave for 36 seconds don't wear orange and one of the rules don't look was, at Bert in his eyes that was my favorite one yes that one was funny because uh, I was like dang did I look at him in his eyes when we were talking I'm like I think I did shoot must be real right and then the the one was uh, if you take a picture with Bert you've got to appear to be shorter than him because he doesn't like for anyone to be taller than him in his photos. Right. So the only photos I have of Bert and I, I'm taller than him in those photos. And so I texted Cassie, asked her if I could do it, and if it was appropriate to post the photo of Bert and I. And she said yes, but then she brought it up today on air, and I didn't get a chance to defend myself. And I sat here quietly. It's going to be a lot of times you don't get to defend yourself. But no, it was fun, though. If you make, Listen, if it makes you feel any better, bro, these, uh, these jabs and scars you are acquiring as the new guy on the show is nothing different than what I've gone through. I can't, that makes me feel better. I can't tell you how many times. I've gone to Ames like, yo, did I piss B off today? Did I did I do this wrong? I mean, you know, I asked you that the other day. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I understand. <laughs> like, I know you always feel like you're burdening me with like you're not, bro. Like, I I, I completely get it. Like, I've been there, done that. I used to do the same thing to Ames. Is I, I get it. You just never know. B is a hard dude to read, man. He's yeah. because he's so professional that like it's a moment for him and then it's right. over. And he's so good at what he does. You don't want to feel like you're getting in the way by asking a question. That was the like big thing for me in the beginning right right it was the it was the biggest thing in the beginning it's like i, I just don't want to fuck this up no like, I, I, I don't i don't can i ask him this can i do this and it got to the point where he looked at me one day and he was like why didn't you just ask me that like what what, you, what what's, what's up with you and i was like it's like you, you can't find words <laughs> that's, what, that's literally what i said <laughs> and what do you say back to that and he just kind of laughed he just right. laughed it off like he he don't get that there's times when because like ultimately this is what we want to do right and even though we are we like i'm confident in where we are like you like Kyrie was balling i always kind of looked at myself like Kyrie when i came on like Kyrie was getting busy he was balling he was doing his thing yep. he was helping the team he was getting but, but bro you like that's still lebron right you understand like there was still times when like you get a ball to lebron and then lebron kind of dish one off and hit you in the head like okay exactly i, I didn't know you was passing and i was like whoa whoa i thought, <laughs> I thought you was going in the hole fam. <laughs> hey, you He's like, exactly you thought you should have to think don't think just catch the ball and shoot okay. exactly whoa my, my bad my bad i, I just I, signed my contract three months ago facts i don't even know if i got a jumper yet <laughs> my hands is numb i'm nervous like <laughs> yo can we just take a moment as for someone who doesn't know sports i just went down that hole with you for 30 seconds yo you i'm proud of you i just did that but you I see bearded really blake that. wouldn't have made it a moment for no, himself i had to make it a moment oh. he sure. wouldn't have put a spotlight no, i had on. to make it a moment no, no, that's, I had to make that's it a moment. dimples blake no that, that, listen <laughs> i need for you to know dimples okay. blake is on my nerves listen <laughs> Dimples Blake. Dimples Blake 
is on my nerves. That's the light right? Oh, my God. Listen, man. We wrapping up. You got five questions this week. It's time I got for the five questions. Listen, this is probably one of my favorite parts about the podcast. Like, I think I get really, I do get really excited about this, and I can't wait uh, for where it's going to go. And if you have a question for Mo, or if you have a question for anybody on the show, let me know, and I'd love to ask it during this segment. Uh, but, Mo, I got five questions for you right now. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Question number one. What are you most excited about as we approach an, as you approach another summer in Atlanta? Yo, Ames, what's up with him? He's like the Larry King of this. Like his questions are Yo, phenomenal. I really appreciate the compliment because I like I, I'm very intentional about the questions I ask. I want to get better at it. Um I think last summer I was so new. Right, I, I, you know, it takes time to form relationships. Did and you explore Atlanta a lot last summer, or was it more like, let me just no, get my feet on the ground? No, not at all. I was trying to figure this job it. out, bro. I, I everything it. was like, I gotta figure this out and make right. this work. Like I, you know, I, I spoke to KK once, and she said, "Listen, people think this radio thing is easy, and they do. They really think we they just do. get we just get up here, we just talk. It just no, it's nothing else to it. They don't understand. It, it, this is a this is it's not like <laughs> it's not like it's not rocket science, but it's, no, it's very difficult, man. It's it's a lot yes. of pressure. It's a lot of stuff goes into it. Exactly. I was, I was. I spent all of last summer building relationships, building trust, learning people. Right. You know, trying to figure out who's really in my corner, what everybody's mm-hmm. intentions are. So last summer for me was all about learning. This summer, I, I just, I genuinely want. Now I know. I know who's in my corner. I, I've built those relationships. Right. I built that trust, and I want to use this summer to just enjoy where I am and enjoy those people who right. are close to me and the relationships that I've built. So that's what I'm most excited about is actually utilizing this summer to just, I mean, just be happy about where I am and the people that are around exactly. me and being grateful. Dude, I think it's going to be dope. Like, it's I feel like be a great summer. It's like I'm, there's just so much to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be awesome. And I would love for it to be at my pool, but Ames is better. So <laughs> it's gonna be- uh, What's a small thing, like an everyday thing um, that people uh, do around you that annoys you the most? Now, you don't get mad about it. It doesn't... You know, you lose sleep Ooh. over it. But what's something that just annoys you? Like, for like for me to help you get, like, where we're going, mm-hmm. I just can't stand with people that are on uh, the elevator. Like, if I'm on the elevator, I should be able to walk off first before you yeah, walk in. We should we should hell. rub shoulders. Like, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I hate when people do that. Mm-hmm. That is as well as when you hold the door for somebody and they don't say thank you. Oh, man. People that, that, that don't use blinkers. No. Oh, I don't drive, but yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not no, an no. everyday problem for me. <laughs> you jumped in so quick. If you wouldn't have even called yourself out, I wouldn't have even noticed it. I'd be like, yeah, you I, know, Mo got the Audi. I, I got to it before you did. <laughs> Listen, I, the listeners would have tore my ass up if I'd agreed with you. <laughs> what what do you need about a damn blinker? Yeah, you don't know about a blinker, Mo. You're Hell never no. had a car. He has a Ferrari, thank you. I'm like, yo, I drove for 15 years in New York. I don't act like I never drove in my Calamity my damn life really <laughs> um damn something that annoys me uh you know what now it's being that we were on a topic haters it would be mm. haters it would it would just be people who feel the need to spread negative, negative comments and negative vibes i will never understand it i just will mm. never understand why you feel the need to log on to something just to be negative mm. i i don't like negativity you know what i mean at the end of the day i spent a lot of my youth around negativity, involved in negativity, being negative, being angry. Right. I, 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 like, I've been there, done that. Didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the life I wanted to live. It's a dead-end road, bro. It sucks, bro. So I, I feel the people who are there because I, I try not to judge them or knock them. Right. But when you get out of that and you just really try to surround yourself with just positive vibes and you get rid of toxicity, it it becomes like uh, scratching a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Like when people are negative and when they bring negative vibes and anytime I'm around anything negative, I, I I can't you can't. do it. I can't do it. I got to escape. You got to get out of it. Yep. Uh, let's do this. Okay. Um, Two-part question. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? And what do you love about being whichever one you are? I'm an introvert. I figured that. Hands down. Um, I, I love the peace and serenity. Right. I, I love the, the the fact that I get to reflect. Like, uh, I watched this interview the other day on how bad social media really is for us in our mind. And and you'd be surprised some of was the it, things. Uh, who was it with? Uh, it was the guy from the Breakfast Club. I yes. can't remember his name. Yes, he was did on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it pop up. Saw it? Yeah. He made a very bold statement. He did. He said that we got to delete all social media. He did. We might have to talk about that next time on the podcast. Let's, because let's. That's a I, statement right there. And I learned a lot. And that's what made me want to actually listen to the interview. And he was dead on with a lot right. of things. And I believe a lot of what he said. 
And people don't realize these uh, these sites are truly engineered to keep you coming back and coming back. That's what they do. And before you know, you are on your phone way too much. When I tell people I spend two hours a day every day off my phone, they literally look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm like, it's two hours. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no like, it, like you take it out of your pocket, put it somewhere else in a completely different room or I, have I, you develop enough discipline to have it on you, but just not look at no, it? For two I, hours? No, I'd, I'd put it somewhere and, I, and I'm you out too. Like literally, like if it's six thirty, I'll say, okay, I'm putting my phone over here and I'm not going to touch it till eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Like I do that every day for whatever two hour pocket it is. What does that do to your mental? Does that like do you feel a difference? Oh hell yeah, you got to hell yeah. Like uh, first of all, it allows me to get a lot more done. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, I can focus on things that are truly important. I'm doing that. Like I, I, I do it you every just inspired day, me. bro. When you think about it, it's two hours. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's, it's not a day. Like people no. literally, they they look at me and go, bro. How do you do that for two hours? And I'm thinking to myself, you don't even realize in that statement you how just crazy that sounds. You don't realize what you just said about yourself. Right. You can't be away from your phone for two hours in a 24 hour period. Yep. Are you kidding me? So the two things that I do, I used to always look at my phone first thing in the morning. I don't do that anymore. So do you have an alarm clock or is your phone? Does your phone wake you up? Uh, no, I use my speaker. Okay. I use my speaker to wake me up. I don't even look at the phone. The phone, I, I, I literally Yo. don't look at my phone until I'm out the door going away. Only I, I look at my phone for the email, just in case I got an email about something that has to do with work. Mm-hmm. And if I don't, I'm off it. I don't look at social media. I don't look at text messages. I don't look at any of that. I yes. start I start my day with with a motivational message. I, I, I got this list of motivational messages because how you start your day is how you finish your day. Mm-hmm. And it's how you go through your day. I believe that. So I no, bro. I, I don't I don't what I want to know about what somebody good. doing on Twitter at, at four in the morning. Exactly. Like, for what? That's like, true. But I used to do that. I used to wake up. Well, oh, what's going on on Twitter? What's going know. on? For Boom. what? Mind is running. No, no. Two hours of my day is to me. Let me figure something out. If I got to work on a comedy set, that's what I do. If I got to work on a video, that's what I do. If I got to write a letter to my to my baby sister to let her know that she's the dopest person walking this earth and, mm-hmm. it's, and her art is about to take off, that's what I do. Yep. I find something to do within that two-hour window that does not involve my phone every day. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to me. And yeah, man, I, I, I look forward to those moments of just being to yourself, yep. man, loving you, figuring out who you right. are. You can't love somebody else if you don't completely love Ooh, yourself. Oh my goodness. So that's what I, that's why I love it. I don't even want to ask any more questions because good night. You took us down a TED talk on that one. You, you don't want asking the deep <laughs> questions. So I got to give deep answers. Well, I got one more. I got two more coming for you. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you appreciate most about your sisters? Oh, well, what is wrong with him? <laughs> I appreciate most about my sisters. Uh, I think for any human being, the the greatest thing in the world is feeling like you are somewhat responsible for the uh, the care of another human being. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get to be a big brother. That's I don't have kids, mm-hmm. so for me, that's the dopest thing in the world. Are you the I, oldest of your siblings? Yes. Okay. I'm the oldest of my three sisters, so I, I get to like look out for them, take care of them. I get to go through all of the things that life gives you, the pain and and all of the negativity, and I get to take it all in, and I feel like I get to take it and tell them this is what it looks like so that they don't have to go through it and mm-hmm. i think you feel like a shield almost like right. armor like 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 let it happen to me it's not gonna happen to my sisters right i do anything for them it's it's nothing better in this world than loving someone more than you love yourself mm. and that's what i get out of having three young beautiful amazing sisters that's awesome. Are they coming to Atlanta soon? Uh, they come in the summer. They wait for the summer so they can get in the pool. They <laughs> okay. think I don't know. They <laughs> think I don't know what it is. What are the ages of them? How old are they? Uh, so one is 23, the other is 20, and the other is 16. Gotcha. That's dope. That'll be a lot of fun when they come to town. Five, uh, Facts. Number five, what do you hope to be remembered for? Oh, in, oh that's... Ooh. <laughs> I wish I would have set it up way bigger because it's, oh, it's a big question. Uh... If it had to be one thing, uh, it's a lot. But if it had to be one thing, one thing. I, I'd say um, inspiration. Inspiration. If I could put it into one word. One word. I, I just want my story to continue to help people. I'm one of those people who, when you look at the cards I was dealt, if I really sat here and told you my past and all I've been through, I wouldn't, I'm not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. That's just a fact. I, 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 never, I didn't have the hand in spades where you got the hand and was like, I got eight. Mm-hmm. Nah, I had, I had one in a possible, fam. Right. He doesn't and, know what that means. I know, but people who are listening who play spades do. So it ain't yeah. about Blake right now. And I said, right. As so, if yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Just, 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 you, you playing it well. Just act like you know what the hell I'm talking about. Ames know what I'm talking about, though. I ain't had a joker. I ain't had an ace of spades. I ain't had a deuce. I had none of that. You know what I mean? Right. I had a couple strong cards and I had to make the rest work. And mm. I believed. 
I believed in me and right. I and I believed that if I were a good person long enough and if I worked hard enough and if I did right, that the universe would eventually um, start to come around and pay off for me. And totally. Man, it takes you, bro, I tell you, God, when you talk about like him testing your faith, mm-hmm. he, he going to wait, bro. He going to wait till <laughs> you ain't got no choice. And he going to ask you, you still got that same faith? All right. Now you ain't got nowhere to go. You ain't exactly. got no money. You ain't got nobody to rely on. Ain't nobody there. It's just you, buddy ass naked you still believe in me right and i had to somehow get the word out yes <laughs> it was hard at the time where i was at did you have a couch in the box uh i didn't have a couch at all i was in a box my damn self so <laughs> the couch wasn't in the box it was me okay that's that's where i was at you fortunate couch damn, blessings. Perspective, perspective shift <laughs> shoot it was me in the box but uh <laughs> I, had, I had to get that word yes out when i did man god showed out for me you right. know he showed out for me i stayed loyal i stayed down and he keeps showing out for me me every day right. and ain't nobody ever gonna challenge my faith and i think a lot of people can look at your story and see that right now that's all i want inspiration so, if i can do it so can you and that's to every message to anybody right. out there trying to accomplish anything and i think one thing too when, when, when people are asked this question it's a very popular question to ask somebody um, i think it's one thing when someone gives you an answer that you just doesn't really feel as reflective of their life in the moment mm-hmm. um, but i think that your answer is 100 reflective of of exactly who you are right in person in real life who you, you are right now and so i respect that man five questions done i appreciate you brother absolutely my I friend appreciate you well done um final words we always end with what grandma said and uh actually I'm excited about this one man, i love gr- grandma yo my grandmother is like when is she coming to atlanta oh she always come to Atlanta. She always come. She be here. My grandma don't really? play. Yeah, my grandma don't let a lot of time go by before she come check me. She don't play that. <laughs> she don't play that at all. Grandma just pull up. She don't, you know what I mean? Grandma living now, a retired life. She pull up. I think you said she, would she be on the podcast or would she, that's not really a thing? No, hell no. That's why we do a segment called What Grandma but Said. But would she come in and just like hang? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, she'll do that. She got no problems doing that whatsoever. Uh, in fact, I wanted to come to the bird show. I wanted to come in the morning. Yeah. I think she'll come. <laughs> you think so? She'll come. She's just not getting on mic. Right. Like, I, I, w- I would love to see the moment where B hey, tries it. I was about to say, just, we say that, but when Bert asks yeah, her, he what will she it. say? He's going to try yeah. it. You well, know he all try you it. have to say is, don't ask my grandma to be on mic, and he's going to do it. No, I'm not going to say that, because I want him to actually try it. Right. I, you never know. I'd she, be anxious for her response. She might say, oh, Bert is I, influential. Yeah, but yep. my grandmother, boy, if he can, I'll I tell you this much. If he can get my grandmother to get on mic, he is truly the GOAT. Really? And I don't mean of radio, I mean of life. Like, he is the GOAT. My grandma ain't getting You on just think mic. she's not doing it? That ain't her not style. A chance. That's not the school she's from. If she's she, going to do it, she'd do it for Reese, not Bert. Yeah, facts. That's true. If but she won't do if it for Bert me. gets it, oh. Uh, then I'm gonna have to square up with my grandma. Ain't that ain't that crazy? <laughs> I hit my grandma on the ribs one time. Grandma, this is gonna hurt you a little you bit. You go on the mic for Bert, but, but not for Reese. Not for me. Yeah, hold this one in your left ribs. Blow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you grandma. You just can't say that. It's <laughs> your grandma. She know I'm playing. She gonna listen. She know I'm playing. Me and my listen. Me and my grandmother talk, man. Every time we talk, it's at least an hour. That's really? the kind of conversation we have, and and that's been that way since for as long as I can remember. That's it was, dope. It's a time in my life when I all of the hard hardest times of my life, man. I was going through the worst things ever, and all I truly had to look forward to was those Saturdays when I would go over to grandma's, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to worry about anything. She had the food ready, she had Hennessy ready, and we would just talk, we would drink, and and, and I would I would just vent, and she would just listen, and she wouldn't necessarily try to tell, like, give me the answers. She would listen. Mm-hmm. That's what I really needed, was There's someone to listen. You yeah. know what I mean? And then once I was finished, she would tell, then she would tell me why it's gonna be okay. You know what I mean? And it and she never sugarcoated. It's not, mm-hmm. yo, it's going to be easy. Life is not, it always works. Nah, she told me, you're going to be okay because you're a beast. You're different. You're a different human being. Gosh. Like you got something in you that the world needs to know exists. And she ain't say that because I was a grandson. She said that because she felt it. Right. She meant it. And and, and I felt it. Right. And that's, I, that's why I always say everybody need, everybody need to be leading their life, brother. So Gosh. I'll end it with this. Uh, my grandmother actually sends me quotes uh, every morning. Actually, every single morning. Every single morning. Yeah, when, when it got to the point where I told my grandmother how difficult the journey was for me, that, that's how my grandmother is. She actually started to send me quotes every morning. She wakes up just to be able to send me a quote to start my day because she knows how important it is for you to get off to the right mindset so mm-hmm. that you can go on about the rest of your day. So my grandmother sees things in me that I don't see in myself. And sometimes they're simple, sometimes they're long, but they're always effective. And the last thing she sent me was, if you can do 
what you do best and be happy, you're further along in life than most people. Amen. Say it one more time. If you can do what you do best and be happy, you're further along in life than most people. Gosh. That's what she sent me this morning. So when I walked into the to work this morning, I was forced to be grateful. Mm-hmm. I had no choice but to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And Bert told me one day, it, it's it's scientifically proven that it's impossible to be grateful and depressed at the same time. Really? Yep. Yeah. That's a fact. And with all I've been through in the last couple of weeks, I've been pretty depressed. And when I saw that, as simple as it was, mm-hmm. one long, one a lot, it was simple. But that was enough. Right. That was enough. You woke up. Whatever you're going through, whatever mm-hmm. your issues are, you woke up. Right. So you have an, you have an opportunity to change it mm-hmm. if you don't like it. Totally. Live your life that way. Gosh. That okay, was good. That one hit me, man. Facts. That one was good. Next week, bitches. <laughs> don't give me no quote and call me a bitch. <laughs>